Welcome. Welcome to episode 162, 163 of The Space in Between. I am your host, Phoebe Leona, and it is such a joy to be with you here. We've had our this season, we've had a lot of guests come on, and now I felt like I want to spend a little time with you, just one-on-one. Let's do this. So today, what we're going to talk about is don't take things too personally. This message is really for those of you who are here to serve and are aligned with your why, you know your mission, but there are still some obstacles getting in your way. So we're going to talk about how to not take things so personally in just a little bit, but first I have a few announcements here in Nomadland. And I also want to walk us through the process of getting to that point. If you aren't quite sure uh, what your why is, what your purpose is, what your mission is here to serve the world, and you've been wanting to lean into that here in 2024. So don't leave yet. If you don't feel like, I know what my why, I don't know what my why is, I'm going to skip this episode. No, please stay because I'm going to walk you through some steps to get you there. Okay, so a lot of great things have been happening in Nomadland. I'm so grateful that things are moving along. We're here at the as I'm recording this at the very end of January, and I'm meeting a lot of you who are retreat leaders, who are looking to really serve the world and creating these transformational experiences with people around the world. And I'm super grateful that I have a lot to give back to you since I've Nomad has been around for 10 years. We've been leading retreats for 10 years. We started when I was living in Costa Rica in 2014. And we've been able to take retreats to not just Costa Rica, but Belize and Nicaragua and Bali and Mexico and so many other places in between and going back to places because, you know, a lot of our guests really wanted to come back and have these experiences of coming home to their home in Bali, their home in in Costa Rica. So we have another retreat that's coming up in Mexico. This is actually a new place. It's new for me too, where we're going to just about a couple of hours outside of Mexico City where the monarch butterflies are migrating. So we landed on this location. Uh, Kim Romaine, who's been on here a couple of times, we landed on this location because we really wanted to take those of you who have something to give back to this world, we want to give you a transformational experience so that you can fly back home, you can migrate back home a new person. So this time that we go through in our retreat in March March through 1st through the 6th is a, basically a shamanic journey of taking you through the elements, burning away those Literally going in the Tamascal, having a burn uh, fire ceremony where we're burning away what is no longer serving you. Those old stories of fears, of shame, of guilt, of anxiety, of the bigness of your, your mission. We're washing away and cleansing our soul our, to make the space for something new to be born or to get deeper into that gem that you have to share with the world and then be able to take flight and take it back home. So 
this is a really geared towards, you know, I would say entrepreneurs, or if you don't align with that word, if you know that you have a mission in the world, maybe it's being a teacher, maybe it's a healer, maybe it is that you want to serve your family or your local community in a deeper way, this retreat is for you. And for my friends who are retreat leaders, I do have a bonus gift if you come along because I will be not just having that experience as a retreat participant, but I will also mentor you through the process of leading a retreat in a number of ways. I'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of of this this episode here today. Um, And yeah, so that is, we still have just a couple spots left. That's March 1st through the 6th. And there is going to be a link in our show notes here. And what else do we have? Well, if you are a retreat leader, if you're thinking, really, I really want to create these transformational experiences for people, then send me a DM because I help in a lot of ways. We have the Nomad Guides program where I meet with our guides every week, twice a week, actually, uh, to support the outer journey, your business, and the inner journey, your your own healing journey. Because a lot of people who want to serve the world uh, have the story of being a wounded healer. Right. And so we have to make sure we're taking care of ourselves and using showing up for ourselves, showing up for our communities in a way that um, we feel grounded. We can be present. We can have regulated nervous systems so we can really hold and be those containers for the transformation of others. So I do that for you and with you inside the Nomad Guides membership. Uh, We also give you a lot of resources on how to actually take your idea and make it an entire experience. So I take you through the step-by-step process through my self-paced program, The Nomad Path, to fully execute it, right? So all the steps in between of marketing it, how to market outside of the box, not just putting up a post on social media, but lots of other ideas on how to find your people. And we go ahead and, you know, get you the systems that you need in order to sell it out to make sure that the students and your guests feel safe and ready to travel with you. And then we also walk you through that process of how to facilitate, how to facilitate a retreat because if you've had, you know, a class or maybe a day workshop and you've seen the potential of how much growth there can be for your people, that and you're really lit up and you're excited there's a lot more energy that goes into it holding that space for a week so I talk a lot more about how to hold that space and take care of yourself during that time because I have failed in ways that I am not proud of but I also learned from those mistakes so I share my failures my mistakes in order to serve you so that you don't have those bumps in the road and you can move a little bit more smoothly so I have some opportunities there where you can lean into our community you can lean into my mentorship you can there's some links here in the show notes you can follow those links or you can also send me a message and I would love to hear from you and hear where you are and set up an envisioning session call And for those of you who are not (laughs) a leader in terms of maybe holding space for others and you just really want to focus on you and and do your healing journey, I do have a free gift. I have two free gifts. I have a free gift of a retreat checklist for my retreat leaders. You can get that checklist. And then for my friends who are taking good care of their 
their mind, body, and soul. Um, and that's just really what your mission is right now. I have my free gift of the embodiment series. That is my movement 109. It is a somatic modality and I help you really help you ground down, reset your nervous system and start to feel free in your body, mind, and soul again. So lots of free gifts there. Um, for all of you who are here today, you can follow the links in my show notes. So now let's dig in. Oh, one last thing, sorry, because I, I want to support my other nomad guides. We also have retreats in Bali. So we've had MJ on here uh, earlier last year and Maria Martin, who are all of them are hosting really powerful retreats in Bali in April. So if you've been wanting to go to, to Bali, these two are very different. They have different experiences, but they are very both very equally powerful experiences. So if you want something that's going to give you the sights of Bali and that, and that immersive experience of the culture, <clears throat> excuse me, I highly recommend going to uh, MJ's retreat where friends gather. If you want to go more on an inner journey, but you want to be in that immersed in that energy of Bali, but you want to go on a deep inner journey and alchemize coming back to yourself, I highly recommend connecting with Maria Martin on their their retreat, Return to Yourself. So both of those are happening in April, and I'm so grateful to be uh, supporting them in our nomad retreats. Okay, so that is all of my plugs for what is what is happening in nomad land. And yeah, I I want to dig into this idea of don't take it personally. And again, before we get into digging into don't take it personally, I want to go back because if you are here and you're like, ah, it's 2024, and I really want to make an impact this year, um, whether it is in my family or my job or my community or on a bigger level, but I'm just not quite sure how to do that, what to do that, I'm going to suggest to join our Facebook group, the Nomad uh, Collective Retreats. You can get something out of that. I just led a 21-day daily manifestation rituals experience where I have videos um, throughout those 21 days and lots of resources there to help you get clear on what you want. What do you want to create? There's a new year ritual that I led to get you clear on what you want to create and then lots of different tools on how to make a home for your intentions, make a home for your dreams and your goals. Because what I have seen through this whole world of, you know, manifestation and the law of attraction is a lot of times we think, okay, just set your intention, get your frequency set and go out there and change and, you know, and magnetize what it is. But it's really not just you know, set up this intention and this frequency, but it's really getting grounded in it, getting it into the 3D world, creating a home for your dreams, your goals, your intentions to, to come into and get settled into and really come into this 3D world, right? Um, Because I see a lot of people and I, I feel the same for myself too, is we have this intention, we set, you know, get the vision board, we meditate, we set our frequency to that place, and we see the evidence and we get really excited. But 
sometimes our nervous system isn't ready for it yet. And it's like we go into that place of expansion, right? And expansion and anxiety feel the same in our body because it's it's moving beyond the parameters of what we are known to be true and know to be in our reality. So we're going into the unknown. And so sometimes if our nervous system system isn't ready for it and we can't really truly identify this is the expansion and I'm ready and I'm ready to welcome in this this dream life we tend to let it go so we see the evidence we see a glimmer of it and then all of a sudden it's like when we kind of give it a death grip or we push it away because we don't know how to handle it so what those 21 days um, it was all about and I'm going to talk you through the steps here today because, you know, and then you can dig in deeper over there. Um, because what we want to do is make a home for our dreams. So what I what I use this analogy a lot is, you know, think about inviting over your friends and you want to have a party, right? So you would take a little bit of time and go, okay, I want to have enough space for my friends to come in, feel comfortable. They're not bumping up against all my clutter or my furniture. Clutter being all the stuff, all those fluctuating thoughts those anxieties those stories like just piled up right or the furniture I just keep bumping into those stories of the shame and the guilt and the fear that just keep getting in my way right we when we want our friends to come over and we want to have a party we've got to clear the space we think about what kind of experience do we want to have for them right what kind of food am I making what kind of spices like what is do I want them to feel cozy and like they just want to curl up on the couch and like tell stories or are we, are we going to like dance around? Do we have to really make a lot of space? Are we having a lot of food? Like you want to think about that experience. And so if you think about this, about your, your vision for 2024 and beyond, you want to think about what do my dreams need from me? What kind of things do I need to clear out? What are those old stories that are going to get away um, are going to get in the way, rather, of of ha- having the dream settle in here, right? Because the dream might just be like zipping by and be like, no, 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 she's not ready or he's not ready for that yet, right? He wants to come in and be like, hmm, what's she cooking in there? Hmm, yeah, right? It's a reciprocal relationship. It's like, oh, yeah, I want to come in. I want to get cozy. I want to dance around. So these 21 days that I walked everybody through was really looking at those old habits, those old stories that get in the way, cutting the cords, removing them, but also looking at how to make friends with some of those old stories, right? Because there might be messages there that you assumed were quote unquote bad, but they're really messengers, messengers to teach you something about yourself, to take you deeper. And something that I shared um, in this series and I'll share with you here today is right now I'm going through a little bit of a health issue. It's something that's been recurring for the last 10 years. And it's, you know, I've had good times, no symptoms, everything's gone away. And then I've had bad times where I had to have a surgery. So um, being with a women's health, my fibroids. So I had to have a DNC three years ago and cleanse everything out and then I've been pretty good and then I went to my annual exam and there's another one size of an orange and I'm just determined right now to not see it as like why is this happening to me right playing the victim 
And this is where you can look in your stories. Like, is there a story that keeps happening again and again and say, okay, instead of saying, why is this happening to me? How is this happening for me? What's the message here? And so I'll share the message that I feel I've received here is this is an opportunity to really look at how how can I look at these times where I haven't really given myself the space. Okay, so on a somatic level, and this is a lot of the work that I do with my clients is, you know, whatever whatever's happening in the body is a mirror of what is happening in the life and so on too. So we might see things in the external world and we might be feeling them on an internal level too, right? On a micro and a macro level. So when I was going through this experience of having this orange size fibroid inside of my body and it was outside of my uterus, so it was no longer taking up space of my creative space, but it was just kind of outside and and depleting my energy. So I really sat with that and was like, okay, why is this here for me? And when I really meditated on it and I was looking at, okay, why is this story happening again? But in a slightly different way, right? It's not taking up my creative energy, but it is taking up some of my my space and my energy in order to give. Um, what I came to realize was I was playing an equal role in that. I wasn't creating the space. I was saying, okay, I just got to show up every day and work and work and work and work and work. And I'd actually did, wasn't giving myself the space to create. And, and if you know, if you're, I mean, we're all creative beings. If we don't give ourselves that time and space to be playful and to be joyful, and we're just thinking, I just got to like, you know, serve and I just got to live my purpose. Well, part of your purpose is the joy and the playfulness and the silliness Right, so I decided, okay, I need to give myself a little bit more time to heal and do a lot more self-care because I also realized I was kind of making decisions for other pe- based on other people. Um, so I need to take time and, and take some space and heal and grow, but also give myself the space to, to fill up my cup again so that I can give from a, a more generous place. Right? Not just because I feel like I have to. And this is why I'm speaking to those of you who are living with a purpose. Sometimes we think about like, I have to do this. It's my purpose. But then the joy gets a little depleted. Yeah. So when we look at these things that are happening on a micro or a macro level, it's like, okay, why is this happening for me? These stories that we think, like, they're just here again, damn it. How would I get rid of this, right? So how is this happening for me? Um, when we do that, we ha- we just automatically create space to receive more. So we go through, in the 21 days, we go through a couple of different ways of looking at how can I receive more. Make space for these dreams. Not feel like I have to go out and do everything to make that dream happen, but like actually move back into that more divine feminine energy of receiving, right? And that doesn't mean, okay, I'm just going to clock out and do nothing, right? How do I make it this more reciprocal energy of giving and really receiving, like fully receiving, um, what other thing did I talk about? Oh, the last thing I want to speak into in this these 21 days that we did of these da- daily manifestation rituals. And there's lots of resources to different meditations and um, books to read and so on. So there's also these things there for you. But the last 
key piece that we talked through these 21 days is what is your defining unique role, right? So to not get caught up in comparing yourself with others because your your purpose might look like somebody else's. It might look like mine, right? It might look like somebody else on Instagram. It might look like somebody at the same, you know, job that you're in. But you, it's only you that can do it the way that you do it. You have to show up as you. So when we look at, oh, this person is doing this on Instagram and they're getting so many more likes and I'm doing the exact same thing and why am I not? Or I've been doing this for X amount of years and this person just flew in and all of a sudden they're like exploding it in like getting all the promotions at their job and I'm still kind of, it's like we can't get wrapped up in what other people are doing and, and seemingly succeeding at because you don't actually fully know, first of all. But also, it might just be a matter of you tweaking what you, who you are and who you are becoming. And we have to constantly check in with ourselves because what we are also doing five years ago or even a month ago might not be aligned with who you are now and who you are becoming. So we always have to check in with who are you now? Who do you want to become? And what is the unique role that you need to play in order to serve that role, right? So do you have the gift of letting everybody, you know, be happy and lighthearted and, and you know, you, by cracking a joke or something when they're really tense experiences, right? And if somebody else did that, it would be inappropriate. But the way that you do it, just the way you uniquely do it. It makes everybody feel a lot easier, right? So identifying those unique roles. Maybe you are the one that in the midst of chaos, you can just come in, just your presence, and you take a breath and you invite everybody else to just settle down and you create this calm and steady ease in the ether of the environment, right? So identifying your unique role and you don't have to just be the funny one or the calm one. You can be a mixture of all of those, all of your unique, what would do we do an exercise on what would your essential oil be, (laughs) right? Like what would be all those scents that make you, you, right? What would be that essential oil, that smell? What would it be called, right? The passionate, purposeful leader, right? Um, what would that be called? And then what would all those unique scents be that make you, you? Um, okay, so that is what we did the last 21 days. Now, what I want to dig into here with you right now is let's pretend if you aren't quite there yet that you've done all of those things. You've cleared out your home. You've made space for all of your dreams to enter in, all of your visions, all of your missions that you want to, you know, accomplish here in 2024 and beyond you've cut the cords on all those stories you've you know opened up and created space for you to receive more in a in a generous way more reciprocal way and you've identified your unique role and how you're going to show up in the world and so here you are doing your thing and you're like kind of like now what and you're looking around for your evidence and you're seeing a little bit, but it's not quite there yet. You're getting a little impatient, but like you're still going, you're persevering. You've gotten some no's along the way, but you get your chin up and you're like, okay, I'm going to keep going. 
but then you keep getting some no's or you keep feeling like doors are being shut in your face and you're like, okay, maybe I'm on the wrong path. Okay, this is the cop. This is what we're going to settle into here today is if you're feeling the nose, you're feeling defeated, you feel like I've been aligned and I've have my changed my frequency and I'm manifesting, I've got my vision board, I do my meditation every day. My message to you right now is don't take it personally. I'm going to talk about this in a way um, that I just shared with my students at Tribe this weekend. So Tribe is a nonprofit where we bring the tools of yoga to the military. And I'm fortunate enough to be one of the founders and we give back every year uh, a yoga teacher training. So we we um, work with the cadets at West Point and other active duty members and other people that are related to the military community like spouses and veterans. And they want to sincerely give these tools of yoga to to the military um so they come in with a really strong mission right they want to change the world they want to change the military culture and they know that there's something bigger than themselves but usually around the weekend three when we've been together for three weeks in a row they hit a wall (laughs) they usually hit a wall they feel like okay I'm starting to get all this information Um, I know what my mission is I'm having some challenges receiving the information just because there's a lot of information and it's a little bit overwhelmed they're hearing me repeat a lot of the same things but it's still kind of not quite landing they're they're starting to say the same things but then they feel like they need to reinvent the wheel and I kind of give them the like, no, 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 don't worry about repeating yourself and do, being consistent and just showing up and doing the same thing over and over again. So the, the conversation that I had with them this weekend that I want to share with you here is when we show up, if you feel like you're showing up 150% and you're being consistent and you're just like, why isn't this working? Why are there still no's? Why are they not paying attention? I have this mission. All my people should be like dying and biting at the bit to get what I have to give them, right? This could change their life. And you're just like, why are they not getting it? Don't take it personally. They might just not be ready for it yet, consciously or unconsciously. So the story that I shared was, and this has happened many times when we use this one specific student as an example. I had this student for, I think, at least seven years. She was my private client. She was also in my my weekly classes where she came multiple times a week. So I worked with her multiple times a week on a one-on-one session where she was just hearing me speak to her and in group sessions where I was speaking to her and the whole group. It was Pilates and both, both Pilates and yoga. Pretty much for all those seven years, I'd say the same thing to her. I mean, other things too, but draw your lower ribs in. Draw your lower ribs in. Draw, hey, breathe into your lower back ribs. Soften the lower front ribs. Beth, breathe. Breathe into your diaphragm. I said it in so many different ways, but I also said it over and over and over again. We had conversations about it in one-on-one sessions. And then finally, like year seven, one day after class, She had this big, bright expression on her face. And she came up to me and she said, Phoebe, I heard you say the most amazing thing today. I was like, what was that, Beth? 
She said, you said, draw your lower ribs in. And oh my goodness, I did it. And oh my gosh, I felt so different in my body. And I kind of laughed and I laughed, like not at her, but I just kind of giggled and was like, you know what, Beth, you know what? I've been saying that to you for the last seven years. And she laughed too. I mean, I knew I was safe enough to like, you know, kind of joke with her. And she was like, oh, okay. And I said, I'm not a, and I didn't have to say this to her, but what I thought was, I don't need to be offended. I could have very easily been offended for all those seven years, saying the same thing over and over and over and over again, thinking this isn't landing with her. Why am I working with this person? Right? She wasn't ready for it yet. Her body wasn't ready for it yet unconsciously she was protecting something there she was protecting and and holding a lot of tension there an old story there whether we found out what that story was or not it's not the point but she unconsciously her body was holding on to something that she wasn't ready to let go of yet and so finally year seven hearing it breathing with it moving her body was ready for it And she was ready to fully receive that release and that new alignment. And so to go back to you and your mission, if you've been showing up, if you've been consistent and you've been putting the things on Facebook, you've been sending out your emails, you've been saying the same things to your kids over and over and over and over again, you've been showing up at your job and doing the same thing, doing 100% and you're like, why don't they see me? They might just not be ready for you yet and so all your job is to do is not to continue to chase them but to sit with okay why is the what is the mission here right now is there something I'm missing and we're not looking at this from a place of you know unworthiness it's like okay I know I'm worthy I know I have something really good to offer so this is where you have to do that work before (laughs) the 21 days like you have to get out of your own way and say okay I know I'm worthy I know I'm doing a good job so is there something else that I'm just missing here is there something that I could tweak right and if you and you have to be really grounded in who you are and go okay yeah okay maybe there's a shift of perspective here maybe I need to take a bird's eye view and see maybe there's just a little bit of the language that I'm using or the way that my body is moving and expressing myself that isn't fully connecting with that community that I'm here to serve, right? Whether it's my family or my job or my local, you know, my friends or my whoever it is. Maybe there is just a little something that I can tweak. But then once you get that out of the way, and you're still consistent, you've got to just trust. If you know in your bones, you have this mission, you are showing up for it 100% every day. You are showing up for those people 100% every day. Don't take it personally. If you still see the numbers, right, in your class or on your mailing list or the signups for your retreat, but you know in your bones, this is what you're here to do. Just continue to show up. Continue to show up for yourself and continue to show up for those people that you believe in. They, You don't know what's happening underneath all of this, right? You might see a few li- likes on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or whatever it is if you're using social media as your gauge. And by the way, don't do that. But if you are, right, and 
you use that as an opportunity to go, okay, I got, I got some, you know, I got some love there. Follow up with people, right? No isn't a no until they actually say no. So when you feel like there's radio silence, nobody's watching me, nobody's paying attention, you don't actually know that, right? So continue to show up, continue to be here for your people. My another piece of a really wise advice that I got from a teacher years and years ago um, was teach your casual students casually and teach your serious students seriously. This also goes along with don't take it personally. So your casual students, and I'm going to use that example using the word students, but this could be, you know, your casual friends, your casual coworkers, whatever word you want to fill in there. I'll use the word students because this is the context of, of how it was taught to me. Those students that float in and float out, you know, you might see them once a week, you might see them once a month, once a year. They might show up on your social media feed, liking your things, but they don't really ever, you know, or they might say, oh my God, I see what you're doing and that's so amazing and I want to be a part of whatever that movement that you're doing. I want to be a part of it, but they don't actually follow through, right? Don't take it personally. They're, they're casual students or casual people. They're going to float in and float out. They might come in at some point and they might be re- when they're ready to dig in. If you're going somewhere really deep with your people and your mission, they might, something might change in their world that prepares them for what you're offering. But the people that are serious, if you are serious and you're on a certain frequency, your students, your people will show up just as equally. So this is why you can't waver, right? If you want to have serious, if you are serious about your purpose, your mission, your only job is to stay serious because your students will take you seriously and they will show up 100% if you're showing up 100%. And that's where you invest your time and your energy. You can continue to dance and play out there in the world and attract the casual students, but know that a small percentage of them will turn into your serious students and be okay with that, right? And it kind of goes into another piece of advice that my my grandfather said to me when I was looking at colleges years ago, way too long ago. Um, He said, okay, Phoebe, do you want to be a big fish in a little pond or a little fish in a big, big lake? And I was like, I want to be a big, fish at a big pot lake. <laughs> of course, I was like that. But we have to kind of choose, right? Do you just want to have a lot of activity and like have a lot of casual students that aren't going to be really committed to you, right? They're going to float in, they're going to float out, things will change, right? We, we're not going to get really attached to them, right? It's going to get us only so far, Or if you're going to be on this mission, you have drive, you know what you're here to do, you kind of got to hold your ground, right? And say, I'm a big fish in a little pond, or I'm that little fish in a big lake. It doesn't matter which one you chose, but like really be committed to it. It's like, again, what is your unique role here? And you have to commit to that 100% because then your people will find you 
and they will want more from you. And that might just be one or two people. That might just be a couple hundred people. That might be a whole global movement, right? It's not the number. It's really about how how much of an impact are you here to make because you don't also know how much of an impact you are making. So that one serious student might show up and you might not necessarily see them again or for a period of time, but they got a lot from you and they went out into their community and they took what you taught them and they rippled, that was the ripple effect that was necessary. right? So we also can't take it personally when our serious students leave us or people in your movement, right? Um, so when they go out, they, you might have made a big enough impact for them. And I actually had this exact conversation with a client yesterday. She was saying how she was a little heartbroken when her students who she mentored for 10 years continue on and you know do great things, but they kind of forgot about her. And I was like, you, you don't know that, right? We don't really know that. We don't really... We've got to trust that we walked them as long as they needed us on that path as a guide, as a mentor, as a teacher. And we have to trust that they're going to continue on the ripple effect that we might not be able to see. So this is why you can't take things personally when you have a mission and you have things here to do in this world. If you get caught up in the casual students and how they flutter in and flutter out, if you get heartbroken about your serious people leaving you, that's just going to be all of those, what we say in yoga, the vrittis, the fluctuations of the mind stuff, kind of get in the way. It's that furniture coming back and you're bumping up against it again. You have to stay true with what you're here to do and what you're here to create and why. I always talk about why do you want this? Why, when you know your why, your purpose, that is your heartbeat. That is what gets you up every single day. So know your why stands your feet dig in dig into that right and then don't take anything else personally if you know that this is your mission you will be supported in ways you don't even realize yet okay i think that's all i have for right now on my riff of don't take it personally I would love to know how this sits with you, especially if you are going through a period right now that you are taking very personally, right? How did this resonate with you? Was there some resistance there, right? You're like, yes, Phoebe, that sounds great. But for me, right, and you kind of go into the butts of why it's this, this conversation isn't relevant to you. Sit with that. Meditate on that. Like, why am I making an excuse right now? How am I taking this personally, right? How am I taking this personally? So, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna land there. And if you want to again dig in more deeply with me, lots of ways to do that. You can go ahead and follow the links. They have two freebies. So if you are somebody who is leading and want to create transformational experiences like a retreat, I have a free retreat planner checklist that you can go ahead and click on and get right away to make sure you have all of the things checked off from the idea to the execution and integration. And then if you're you're like, no, I don't need to hold space for other people. I just want to take care of my body, mind, and soul. I have an embodiment series there for you. It's a free seven, seven video series to take you through a somatic practice that I have, excuse me, have developed over the years. 
And if you want to dig even more deeply in either of those, I will be hosting a retreat in Mexico, March 1st through the 6th. Again, we only have a couple spots left. And for my dear friends who are retreat leader, you will not only get that personal transformation during that time, but you'll also get access to me. So the bonus gift is when you sign up, and I'll put the the link here if you are that person, you'll not only get a discount on this retreat so that you can invest, you can save that money and invest in your next retreat that you're leading, um, but you will get an annual one-year membership to the Nomad Guide so that you have access to their group sessions, two sessions a week with me, I'm leading them, to help you on the outer journey of building your retreats and your inner journey of you being that uh, healer or teacher. Um, So you have access to that one year, as well as one private session with me. So we will sit down, we'll like look at all of the logistics of what do you need to do right now in order to make that, that retreat or that vision come true. So I'll walk you through that envisioning session and you'll also get the self-paced program the nomad path where we walk you through the entire process not just the checklist but the entire process so there are recordings of the program when i did it live with the group there are podcast episodes in there to take you through each step there's a whole marketing strategy that is very much outside of the the box that you would normally hear other people saying oh just post things on instagram and do your reels i have a whole other way of marketing Um, you as a leader, but also you as a retreat leader um, for your retreats. So that is in there too. Okay, my dear friends, that is that. If you if you enjoyed this episode, please, 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 you help us. Uh, So review this this episode star it you know give us a little bit of a you know love out there share it with a friend if you this resonates with you you're like oh my gosh i have a dear friend who's taking everything personally kindly send it to them (laughs) and i hope it can be of service to you all right it's been such a joy to be with you have a beautiful beautiful day